What's, What's up, up, guys? Not too much. Just just another another Saturday. Bites the dust. Another Saturday, man. But um, guys, so we have something special for you guys today. So we're we're doing a little bit of a different format. It's still gonna be the usual podcast we do, but we're gonna be interviewing each other for at least the the, the next two episodes. So today I'm gonna be interviewing James, and the next episode we we don't really know when that's gonna be, but the next episode is gonna be James interviewing me. So um, hope you guys um enjoy this one. Um, but um, how you been, bro? Uh, but this is not part of the interview question, but <laughs> yeah, pretty good, man. You know, just take it day by day. And uh, that's all you can uh, do, enjoy man. The, enjoy the family, you know. That's pretty much it, man. That's my focus right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too, man. Just, just, just keep going to work. Try to stack that bread, you know. And uh, yeah, that's it. You know, there you do go. what we can support the family. You know, support people who we love and everything. So yeah, I feel yeah. that. That's all you can do. So, I mean, out of that, if you uh, have nothing else, I mean, go and go ahead and start the interview, right? All right, sounds good to me. So, first of all, what is the social security number? Eight six seven five three zero nine. But I'm, I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> zero zero. Some poor grandpa. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, okay. All right, this is a real question, right? So, right. where did you grow up, and um, how was your childhood like? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I grew up in a bunch of different places. I, I lived a bunch of different places. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was in the Navy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm trying to I mean, like, I lived in, I spent probably. So, like, wh- where were you born? Like, okay, where so were you was- born? I was born. And you can just like keep like been making up making the story. Like, would you? Yeah, like up, formative you know? stuff, like important yeah. stuff. Because I mean, there's definitely year. You know, like I spent a year. Because for me, I thought you were like you. Were, for me, I was like, were you in Boston your whole life? Because you were like a Patriots fan before no. and everything. So but, actually, I was born in Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, okay. okay. And then. Um, my family's originally from New York, though. Oh, okay. Oh, that, that's why the the accent come through. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess, because that's how all my family sounds. But okay. they're originally from New York. But I grew up and spent a lot of time before I moved to Pittsburgh mm-hmm. in New England. So to this day, my dad still lives in – my dad lives in Rhode Island, outside of Providence. Okay. Rhode Island. Um, up until – a year or so ago, my mom lived in Hartford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I spent time between those three states, between Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Main, so, I lived in Springfield, Connecticut, Hartford. I'm sorry, Springfield, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. at Hartford, Connecticut. And, I mean, that's that's like Philly to New Jersey or, you know, if you're from Pittsburgh, yeah. that's like Pittsburgh to like Ohio. Ohio, you know what I mean? Okay. It's not a big distance. It's like 40 minutes or something like that. Okay. But then when I was with my dad, because my parents weren't 
together or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when I was with my dad, he lived in Providence and Woonsocket, Rhode Island, which is like, I mean, Boston's the biggest city in the area pretty much, but mm-hmm. when you're kind of in Rhode Island, you're more toward Boston. So to put it into like sports geography to make it easier for people, if you're mm-hmm. in Providence, you're going to be like a Red Sox fan, a Patriots fan. Okay. Well, not Patriots are weird. I'll say you'll definitely be like a Red Sox fan, most likely a Celtics fan. Okay. If you're in Connecticut, you're probably going to lean more toward the New York. Because where I lived in Connecticut was literally like two hours to Boston, two and a half hours to New York City. Okay. So a lot of like, like I said, Yankees, Jets, Giants, Knicks. Okay. Um, so it was like kind of Maybe cool. the Bills? Nah, those, no. No Bills? Okay. Way, way far away. Okay. Um. The only, I mean, some like college was like UConn. Okay. UConn was big back when I still lived there. So like, that was when they first won national champ. Like you know, won the March Madness or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had Karan Butler and then like Kemba Walker. Probably by the time Kemba Walker hit, actually, I think by then I lived in Pittsburgh. Okay. But it was cool. You got, I got where I lived in Connecticut. Probably for the longest time, which was like four, four and a half years, you got all the sports. So you got all the Massachusetts teams, the Red Sox, mm-hmm. Boston. You got all the New York teams, and you even got the new at the time the New Jersey Nets. So oh, that yeah. was a pretty cool thing because we were like in the middle of everything. So mm-hmm. if you had cable, you got auto sports teams. Yeah, which yeah, was yeah. Cool. Um, I. Hartford was cool. It's a dangerous city. It's a pretty small city. It's smaller than Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. but it was rough, rough city. That's why I moved from there to Pittsburgh. Okay, because it's just bad neighborhoods, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't say necessarily. What's, what's like? What's like the one thing you remember doing as a kid that that's like very memorable to you? Uh, a lot. I mean, I think I still grew up in a time where I had like a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My mom wasn't like she made sure we were straight, but like she wasn't on us like crazy at the same time. So mm-hmm. like she knew all my friends, she knew all their parents. So I mean we were held accountable, but it wasn't a situation where like you know what I mean we could roam the we could roam the streets for better or for worse, you know what I mean? So a lot of times I just remember I lived in the na- neighborhood in Hartford called like is Blue Hills area. Blue Hills Avenue was like the main street, mm-hmm. and then uh, a lot of like West Indian Puerto Ricans. So it kind of worked out for me. But there is a corner store called. I was just telling my wife about this too. There's mm-hmm. a corner store called Miller. So it's like a a bodega, mm-hmm. but it was bigger than that because I mean they had full groceries. Like you could get groceries there. Okay. Um. And this was still a time where, like, with a dollar, you could get, like, Matt, you could get a drink, a little Debbie. Yeah, sh- sh- shout out, shout out inflation. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's killer. <laughs> but that yeah. was still, you know what I mean? And you could still get, like, penny candy. So you could get, like, you know, a dollar, a dollar fifty went a long way. So imagine mm-hmm. what, what you, man, to quote, Future, I'm not gonna say the word, but we were blanking some commas back in the day. Five dollars, bro. <laughs> okay, okay. 
five dollars, right. you feel like you was the man because at that point you could break you could break bread with people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So five dollars, just and this is part of my childhood. Now, now, like, this and, and now, like, uh, now uh, a McDouble is like two dollars. Like, yo, yeah, five dollars is nothing. Literally, like homeless yeah. people ask you for five now. Yeah, it's crazy. You just give them a dollar, it's nothing. Like, yeah, the honestly, you, you now, can't even buy nothing with a dollar, bro. Exactly. Like, before you can right. get like. At least a dollar and seven cents, you can get like a double or my chicken. Yeah, that was something. like two years ago. You can't I mean, even you used to be able to get a whole days. foot long for five dollars. Yeah, whole, man. The only thing that still might come in clutch, if I'm going to keep it a buck, is Little Caesars because it's five dollars and change still. Mm-hmm. You get a whole pizza, that's not bad. But I mean, like, even, even if you buy a drink, like in Philly, there's like a sugar tax. So if you get a large Coke, even if it's a dollar, it's like a dollar 37 because of the sugar tax. Like, Oh, wow. crazy, bro. That but, is. Um, anyways, um, like, when did you start having, like, interest in, like, fashion, sneakers? Like, did you get interested in, like, clothes and everything because of the shoes? Or how, how did that, like, nah, I was, it's like, there's levels to it, or layers to it, rather, not levels, layers. Mm-hmm. Because my mom and dad both dress, like, you know what I mean? And I'm, I think everyone says that, but I mean, like, I remember... My mom dressed well for a woman. She was all, you know what I mean? Because she would, especially when she was younger, she would go to the club or whatever. So, you know, you always had to look good. Mm-hmm. Then my dad was the one who always got me the gear. So my dad used to take me, you know, like, even though they weren't together, we would go to school shop and always get at least a pair, one pair of Uptowns, mm-hmm. a pair of, like, Tim's or something because it was cold. So yeah. even if you were going shopping in, like, August for school, you by back in those days, probably by November first, you were going to get a blizzard. Well, you you had to like have your winter stuff ready. Um, until this day, my dad still probably has five six hundred pairs of shoes. Wow, mad jerseys, uh, polo. Like you know, what I mean, he, he's he's kind of into his air. But the funny thing about it is, he doesn't wear any of it. Mm. He wears like. Suits and crap, <laughs> like he's like an Italian, like a, a like Italian a mafia boss, boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. or you know what I mean, like a button down and slacks and because okay. I mean he's in his 50s. bro, bro. You should you should tap into some of that, man. Like I don't know how to broach it, bro. I'm like I know I don't want to be morbid, but I'm also I'm like who's gonna get that stuff if you were to perish for lack of a better, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, and, and who wants as bad as it sounds? Like I don't want to to get to that. Like yeah. I don't know if I asked, you would give it to me, but I just never. I don't know. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I like it, but I remember probably like two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. At that point, we were both like a size ten and a half, size eleven. Okay. At that point, we this is when like the DMP packs were coming out, the Jordan packs, or you know, mm-hmm. old love, new love, which came with like the bread toes, not the bread toes, but the black toes, and then the the black, yellow, and white mids. They were mids, mm-hmm. and they still went crazy because this was you know this is a different time, mm-hmm. um, and we split it. So he gave me the yellow ones, and then they came out with an even better pack, which was. The breads, the actual bread Jordan ones, and it came with like a Celtic inspired pack mm-hmm. that was like green. Oh, the DMP pack, right? 
I don't know if that was called. You know what? There were like three or four. I don't know because I remember. I remember uh, like because you know I'm, I'm not like from this country or whatever. And when I came to Pittsburgh, like the next within the two years, we went. We were like better off. So um, my, my dad um uh, went shoe shopping, and um I saw the Jordan ones. Then it was like the the time Jordan scored sixty six points in at the Boston Celtics or something? Yes, exactly. That yeah, was, that one. Yeah, I, I used to have like, those. Like, yeah, bro, those I was like, bro, I was thinking like, yo, what if I just kept those and kept them clean or whatever? I trashed those, bro. Like, the leg stiffs yeah. were missing. Bro, if I kept them clean, bro, I don't know how, how much it goes for now, but... They go yeah. for a pretty penny, but you know what I... You know what the beauty of that time period was? Is like... People actually wore their shoes. Yeah. So there was definitely like a, there was people who definitely did the one to rock, one to stock thing, but mm-hmm. that wasn't, you know what I mean? Like if you L- got like resellers were not was not a thing back then. Yeah, I mean there I, was, but like, it's not like today, like where people can make a billion dollar, million dollar business with it. No, nah, it was it was different. It was caught. There was more of like parallel sellers. There were more like. You would know one person who would go to Atlanta, had family in Atlanta, mm. or like me, I would go to we would go to New York and go shopping. But I was younger. But I'm saying like how it would work is you might know one person would go New York, Chicago, Cali, somewhere different, mm-hmm. and if they were cool with the, you and they had the money to do it, they might cop something out there that was only out there. You mm. know what I'm saying? Okay. And then they might charge you you know, 50 bones on top of the price because of whatever. Mm. But that was more of what I saw going on more than resale. And we traded shoes more too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, I actually did a trade not too recent, uh, not too long ago. Um, I sent over some shoes. I'm getting some belts. Uh, I mean, I'm going to make a YouTube video about it. Um, I mean, hey. I mean, I, I, li- I like the belts and it has some something to do with uh a music I'm listening to. I was like, you know, and and those are dead what they dead weight anyway. Uh, but this is your interview, so I'm I'm gonna just leave that alone. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, so would you say that you were into sneakers first and then transitioned to clothing, or was it all at the same time? It was always the same time because okay. back then, I would say truthfully, more than even today, your fit had to match. So. Mm-hmm. You had to have everything, no matter what. Like whether it was like, I mean, I the only thing I would say was maybe the exception back then was the jacket. But usually you would just have like a black puffer. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to be North Face. It could it, back then it was probably South Pole or Mecca or something. Sean, okay. okay. and you just have like a black normal jacket, or you know, like a neutral, or like an army like flight jacket or M sixty five jacket. Mm-hmm. That A-Rex, A-Rex jacket. Averex, yeah. uh, Pellet Pellet, you know what I mean? Something, mm-hmm. but it would be like either navy or green or camouflage, but something you could wear with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But besides that, everything else was like you, if you had the Knicks Walter Frazier throwback jersey, you had to at least had to fit it. And back mm-hmm. then, my mom used to always have me braid it up. Like I always had braids. Mm-hmm. But normally it was not just a fit; it was a fit and like a matching do rag. So if the hat was like royal blue, white, and orange pinwheel, 
you would have like an orange do rag underneath mm. with a like 4X jersey with a white tee underneath and some crazy. Those are crazy. Jeans. Those are crazy times, bro. And like, but back then, that's where my love for Air Forces will always kind of be at. Like, my love for Jordans is strong, but it's main Air Forces were where it was at because they were seventy bucks for a white pair, seventy five. And then now, I mean, it's crazy they're up to a hundred, but that's just how it goes. I mean, you probably had the best run of Air Forces from like two thousand four to like two thousand eight, where you were getting the premiums. You got the World Cup pack. I got the Hollands recently, fairly recently, like this year. Okay. Um, and I, I mean, I, you know, I mean, that's like something. If I could get dead stock, good condition, that's something like I would almost collect at this point. But uh, yeah, it was just different. Like you know, what I mean, now you can kind of. I almost feel like. I don't know how to put it. Now people don't even try to match or coordinate. Now it's just you put whatever with whatever. So, I mean, I get not wanting to be all decked out and all yellow. So you might mix and match some colors and make it coordinate. But now it's just like, I don't always see what people are trying to do with their outfits. And it may still look cool. That's the funny thing about fashion. It still may look cool. But back then, that was a no-go. Yeah. Like, you couldn't be rocking a Pacers jersey, a Pacers hat, you know, some Sean John jeans, and then, like, some Chicago ones. People would clown you. Mm. So you had to have, like, some navy and yellow shoes to match. And yeah, this- back then, back then, a lot of people used to match. I remember one guy who was like, oh, yo, yo, those, yo, those blues don't match, or, like, those red don't match, like, that, yeah, it was that it serious back then, like the color. Nah, like, whenever you go shopping, you, just, you hold you hold up the shoe to make sure, like it really matches. Yeah. Like, and then, and at least what you would do, like the way I would freak it, is not try to match different shades of the same color because you're never going to do that because different material. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it could be even named, like even from Nike. Nike uses their weird names, so they'll be like, "Oh, this is vivid burnt orange." And you could buy two pieces that are both vivid burnt orange, but they're different materials, so they won't look like they match. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was always a bigger like coordination person. Mm-hmm. I used to go back then. We used to hit like either outlet, you know, like different outlet malls or Ames. Ames was a big store, or you had like the hood joints or TJ. My my dad was always big TJ Maxx, Marshall, and he would go to like. The white people ones, okay. And this is still a pro tip if you want me to keep it a buck. If you go to the nice areas, I won't say white people because that that's unnecessary. But you get what I'm saying. Like the nice, go to a nice area, TJ. A, a sub, a suburb, a suburban. Uh, yeah. But not even just sub, like I don't know all the like Philly as much, but in Pittsburgh you might hit like Ross Park versus mm-hmm. going to the one in the waterfront. Okay. Because if you hit Ross Park, they're probably gonna have some like. You might be surprised. You might find some. Well, back in the day, you could find Kobe's. You find Air Max ninety fives. Mm-hmm. Now, that stuff gets picked up by like resellers and people with stores so quickly that I, it never makes those stores. But my point is, like, I remember particularly I had this Atlanta Hawks jersey. It was green, like lime green with royal blue and white. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm never gonna, I'm not gonna wear a green shirt under that. For some reason, everyone used to wear like a, a white, like short sleeve white t shirt or long sleeve white t shirt under the jersey. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm more so like, oh, you got the green jersey, put a white t shirt underneath. And for the shoes, maybe do the royal blue. So you can tell that it's still matching, but it's not trying to match the exact same color. Mm-hmm. So all, all this to say, the other big thing back in the day, with a lot of the people I grew up around was luxury because a lot of like, I grew up around, like I said, a lot of West Indians, a lot of Jamaicans, Trinidadians, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans. Mm-hmm. So if they got money, whatever they were doing, they, you know, some just worked really hard. Others got it by less above board means, but mm-hmm. they were even if they still lived in the projects, they were going to get their BMW or Mercedes and they were going to be in their Gucci or Louis Vuitton or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, and uh, so that that was actually early because when I would go to New York or Atlanta to see my family, everyone was still heavy into like looking hood. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of different because what people don't understand, especially especially Jamaicans, they're heavily influenced by UK, like the UK. Mm-hmm. So they were into like the skinny jeans, Clarks, polos, soccer jerseys. This was like 2003, 2004. Wow. Wow. So this was not like, you know what I mean? Same thing like Prada, like Prada American Cups. Um, I mean, they would still have the hood stuff, but like if they were going out to the club or something like that, because mm-hmm. this was around the time where. 50 cent was pot so you know what i mean you couldn't get into the club with like a white t-shirt on you had to have a button yeah. down on and so they were like on that early you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i always kind of have a soft spot for i won't say luxury in the typical sense but like cut and sew is more mm-hmm. so what i would say okay. like i always have a soft spot for a polo or a rugby top or you know what i mean something yeah. other than, like i'd if I'm just in a t-shirt, it's probably because I'm just, you know, I'm just running out to get my daughter or something mm-hmm. or going to go play soccer or basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm like going somewhere, going somewhere, I probably have something more, something you know, more nice. Something yeah. more. Yeah. And I think that comes from like how I, you know, what I grew up around, Okay, which was funny because at the time, I mean, maybe it's just because I, you know, I didn't have my own money, so it was, it was what it was. But, like, at the time, I didn't necessarily do that. At the time, I was wearing the 5 for 20 champ sports shirts and some white Air Forces and some jeans from whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you thought you looked official. Yeah. And you would never, no one would tell you different because everyone else was dressing like that, too. Yeah, and uh, you gave me a great segue because I swore I, I, I had this all written down. So the next question is like, do you ever do you do you remember the first item you purchased with um your own earned money, not somebody like gave you for birthday or whatever? Like you worked uh, for this, your first paycheck. What did you buy? What What did you get first? It's two things, because that probably was, I mean. The funny thing I'll say is when I got bread, I never bought clothes because I never had to. Oh, okay. Until I moved to Pittsburgh and it was different because like it's the 
I, I'm obviously I'm not gonna drop names, but I love my aunt and uncle. They taught me a lot. They gave they gave me really good balance. They mm-hmm. they gave me really good faith. Like they, you know, what I mean, they're amazing people. Mm-hmm. They don't care how they look. Mm-hmm. Like they look presentable, but you know what I'm saying. Like they're not yeah. gonna spend money on expensive clothes. Mm-hmm. So you take them to Goodwill, they're okay with that. You take them to Macy's, they're okay. They don't care. Mm-hmm. So, so that was when. You know, funny thing is they still always made sure we were straight. Like they used to give us, you know, four or five hundred dollars at the beginning of the school year to get what we need. Mm-hmm. And me, I know everyone or at least a lot of us have heard like Richie Lee's story about the blue Jordan jumpsuit. Uh, I don't know if you've heard it before, but you know, I guess mm-hmm. same type of situation as parents would give him school money, but it was like Oh, I think I think I know I think I heard something where he said like he 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 almost blew it on one thing and he regretted it for the rest of the year or something. Like the rest of the year. Okay. But like Loki I did that my first, like my eighth grade year. Mm. I got like two pants, two shirts, pair of black hack Jordan Fours. So this tells you how old how long ago this was. I think it was like two thousand six. Yeah, so it was a, either it was like the summer of 2006 into 2007 or around that time. Mm-hmm. The Black Cat Jordan 4s and a pair of white Air Forces. So I didn't have that much gear, but the first three days I was killing them. <laughs> but then I regretted it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And after that, I started, you know, I started whatever, like... I guess part of it, too, from where I, you know, between my family and... Where I grew up, I'm like, I have a hustler streak, if that makes any sense. So even if I don't like the stuff, I always buy stuff that has value that could make me more money than I paid for it. So mm-hmm. it was an original reseller because when you got, you know, when you're 12, finessing people, and I wasn't necessarily like stealing things. But you know how it is. We we were dumb. We would play dice. We would arm wrestle. We would play cards. We would play. Oh basketball. yeah, yeah, bro, bro, bro. That's not gonna be shame, bro. We were kids, bro. But I mean, I, I can relate to that, bro. I, can I was smart though, bro. Yeah, bro, bro, bro. bro, bro. Ask anybody out of dice when I was over there, bro. I was a card king, man. <laughs> there you go, man. But look, the, dif- the difference between me and other people. Because people used to want to hold on to their bread, which I get, but like you had a $5 bill you put up and you lost. I would hit them with the, oh, bro, keep your $5. Give me your Def Jam Fight for New York. And boom, I already had Def Jam Fight for New York. So I would get this <laughs> Def Jam. I didn't go to GameStop. I used to go to EB Games, if you guys remember that, which was the same thing, but like it was EB Games first. And then I think. GameStop second, and they, like, merged. But anyway, I used to go to EB Games. This is before the days where they offer you, like, three cents per game. Yeah. And I would get, like, 25 bones for the game. (laughs) Or I would go to, like, my local pawn shop, because back, like, where I grew up before I moved to Pittsburgh, the pawn shops had everything. Mm. So you could sell your games. You could sell guns, instruments, electronics, everything. So then maybe he would get, you know, if I didn't, if I couldn't get to the mall, I would go to the pawn shop. He would give me 22 bucks. So now I'm I'm up, you know what I mean? And that kind of just kind of set me up for what I do now, where like a lot of my money I, I can spend on clothes and stuff comes from what I resell 
what I can flip or whatever. Um, but that didn't even really answer your question. What? Here's my point. It wasn't until later in my life. Like I lived in Pittsburgh by the time I was buying my own, like bought my own stuff. And the first okay. thing I ever bought was off of this. So we all know the website Nice Kicks is like a sneaker website now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there used to be a Nice Kicks with a Z. Okay. That sold Fugazi Jordans. <laughs> and I bought these black and gold Jordan 8s that were like the Drake OVO Jordan 8s. Mm-hmm. But this was like 2008. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Oh, man. And that was the first. They were like 100 bucks. <laughs> so I should have known better. Because back then, really, you did, at least especially in Pittsburgh, you didn't have to... You know, it was just different. You, you you'd go to the store; it would take Jordans two, three weeks to sell out. Mm. So you know, what I mean, there you know, and then probably around 2010, 2011, that all changed. Okay, but, um, that was the first thing, and then uh, you know, okay. Um, a so lot next question, right? Um, what is the one brand you never liked as a child, right? Mm-hmm. never into like i was like you look at that brand you discuss it but you have like a taste for now like you're like okay they're, they're pretty good and mm-hmm. that brand might doesn't have to be like they're still running but like uh-huh. it, might, it might be like shut down whatever not not like like example is rg like then they they have they kind of have a resurgence now but like it was there for a while so yeah like, yeah yeah but I mean, I'm not. Of course, you like LG, but a brand that yeah. you didn't like at first, but now you have appreciation for. Probably this is going to come at not as a huge, huge, huge surprise, but back in the day it was Reebok. Oh, my wow. mom used to mess like with my mom bought sneakers. It was always Reeboks, Reebok Classics, or K Swiss, mm-hmm. all white. They look like nurses' shoes, so I just never messed up. Like, mm. even though I, the only exception was Iversons, any Iversons. Cause oh, yeah, Qu- question answer is always good. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that's not what she would try to buy me. Yeah. She would just try to buy me, like, a Club C. Not even, bro. I'm oh, talking wow. straight Reebok Classics. They were, like, 60 bucks at, like, JCPenney's. Mm. And the Air Force was, like, 70 or 75. I don't remember. My parents never used to buy me. The one they were weird. They would buy me pretty like I always had gear, but they would make the dumbest rules. I never mm-hmm. had mid top Air Force ones. I always had lows, which is funny because now lows were way more popular. But back then, everyone wanted the mids. Mm-hmm. So back then, it probably went mid, high, low. Now it's the opposite, where it's like low and the mids or highs are kind of a toss up, like. Maybe because people yeah. are becoming nostalgic, they're trying to pop them off. And I mean, everyone probably remembers ASAT Mob trying to make the mid hot. They kind of failed at that, but mm-hmm. back then the mid was the go-to. And they, like I said, okay. they were like five dollars or ten dollars more than the low. So if the low was like <laughs> seventy-five, the mid was like eighty-five, and they wouldn't get me the mid. Okay, yeah, just random stuff like that. I remember like. And it's just funny how now it's the opposite. But Reebok is the big thing. Now I wear Club C's. Um, I, pr- I think I have at least three pairs, like two Eric Emanuel pairs and the Eames pair. But I mean, like, I'd wear a Club C 
any day. Like they, they're a good silhouette. They look good with a lot of stuff. Okay. And they're usually, you know, you can usually find a steal, 40, 50 bucks, 60 max. Yeah. Oh, always something on sale, bodega or no tray. Yeah, always. Always something you can find with, for, for, for cheap price. All right. Um, so kind of like, it's like the same kind of like area, but kind of like, like opposite way. So if you have to get rid of one brand out in this whole world, fashion brand, um and that it, it it can't be a fast fashion brand. Uh-huh. What can what what are you gonna get rid of? Gucci, easy. Oh my god. <laughs> Why? They're just trash, bro. They're, they're, I don't know, man. Like, like I don't think Gucci's like trash. Like I feel they, like they're... You, you, you obviously you can't become a a high fashion like kind of like brand if you're trash. They've, you know they've. Water down their brain. Like, think of what Gucci was. 80s, so, so let me ask you this: like, What, what do you, what do you see from Gucci that makes you like so disgusted? Like, oh, this is dumb. Well, not like, I, I not feel like get people, too like deep people into who it. Wear like, Gucci, like they can pull it off. Like, not these rappers, but like, like well, when, they, when you see the ads for Gucci, like they be rocking it well. But I feel like. I nah, feel like there's like nasty. a mistake where it's like the rappers make it worse. They like do, you... but then when you have like a good like you have a good classic Gucci monogram pair of pants, and then they'll just stick Mickey Mouse on a back pocket, or even the Gucci the Gucci North Face joints were kind of whack to me. Just either wear Gucci or wear North Face. Like some of the collabs are unnecessary and Gucci collabs with like Disney and like I said North Face is the other one that comes to mind I think but like but, but bro I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you but I'm kind of like I don't know because like Supreme doesn't look uh, um, collab with North Face no one bets an eye right that's like one of the most coveted items ever mm-hmm. but like why when Gucci does it it's like because, and I, I also feel like Gucci is always 10 years late. So from what they did with Dapper Dan, they tried to sue this man and take away his livelihood in the 80s and 90s. And now he's a brand ambassador. So it's like, because you know, a lot of your money comes from people of color. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, if you take two, I, I hate making it about race, but I'm just going to keep it. This is just my opinion. You take a white person who makes 150k a year, and a black person who makes 150k a year. Which one's more likely to buy Gucci? Mm. We all know the answer. Yeah. And why is that? Because it's something that people aspire to, mm. and there's brands that are super racist that the hood still messes with, like Tommy Hilfiger. Mm. Tommy Hilfiger's out and out basically been like, I don't want these people wearing my clothes. People still wear it. Polo is not the most, you know, cut and dry for the people type of guy either. People in the hood still mess with it. So my point, I just feel like Gucci. Eh, it's it's just like a. Did I drop? Yeah, you dropped for a little bit and you came back. Oh, my bad. Immediately, immediately, yeah. 
Now I can hear myself talk. That's terrible. Oh my god. Sorry guys, but for other cats outside of having a fight or something. I hope you guys didn't hear that. Let me go to the other room. It's crazy. All right. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Sorry for interrupting, guys. Like every time I speak, it's echoing back to me. That's why. Okay. I mean, I can hear you fine. All right. So um yeah so I guess Gucci right Gucci the one brand yeah. you gonna get rid of yeah Gucci's out of it okay now I can kind of hear it like you sound like a like a, a Mister I Robot <laughs> yeah that's fine. okay I don't know if I leave and come back if that was different uh but I don't know how I left to begin with because <laughs> uh, I didn't finish recording. I don't know. Um, uh, how about this? Maybe we can do a part one, and then end this right now, and then do a part two. Yeah, we can see see if that can you know. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like. So, um, guys, um, sorry for the technical difficulties. We're gonna end it right here, okay. and we're gonna have make a part two. I have the questions still, so it's gonna be pretty seamless. But this is gonna be part two. Stay tuned for part. Um, this is gonna be part one, Ooh. and stay tuned for part two. So, um, see you guys. Uh, talk to you guys later. It's been Ace. No silence, boys. Peace. Out.